Good morning. Welcome to another episode of Thoughts While I Drive to Work. Uh, so first, I have to apologize for not having an episode put out uh, for about two weeks there over Christmas and New Year's. Um, both myself and my f- immediate family got really sick, um, wasn't able to go to work, and also um, had borderline laryngitis, so it was really hard to talk. And uh, ergo, very difficult to podcast. But we're back to work this week, things are going good, and uh, here we go. So today we're going to talk about two different concepts that have the same kind of root problem that you'll see. So first and foremost, if by this episode's title, you listen to it thinking I was going to condone what this episode's title was, well, you're the exact type of person I wanted to listen because it doesn't. So the episode title and what we're going to talk about is God wants you to be happy. God just wants you to be happy. This is something that you hear people say a lot. God just wants me to be happy. And they use that to justify all sorts of sin and debauchery and unhealthy decisions in their own life. They say, you know, how can this be bad for me? Because it makes me happy. And if it makes me happy, well, God just wants me to be happy. God is a loving God. God just wants me to be happy. So why, why can't I do it? It must be good for me. It must be fine. <clears throat> we can look at all sorts of examples that people use. Um, let's see here. You know, a big one is glutton, being a glutton, eating way too much and eating food that is really, really bad for you. God just wants me to be happy. Food makes me happy. God wants me to be happy. So it's okay disregarding the entire scripture where it talks about not being a glutton. Latching on to this small thing of God just wants me to be happy. We can talk about people's sexual orientation that they supposedly think of nowadays. Um, you know, they, the, the whole idea of being a gay Christian. It doesn't compute. You can't do it. Uh, God just wants me to be happy. He doesn't care who I love. It makes me happy. Well, no, it says very clearly multiple places in the Bible that homosexuality is a sin. Transgenderism is a sin. All these things are a sin, but God just wants me to be happy. People use it as a justification for abortion. Taking another person's life, you know, it would, it would affect my lifestyle. I wouldn't be happy anymore. God just wants me to be happy. And another way they look at this, <coughs> excuse me, still a little sick. I'm not sick, but still have a little bit of a, a cough going on. Another way people look at this is they say, you know, just follow your heart. Whatever your heart says is good. Follow your heart's desire. Hmm. Interesting. So again, let's go back to scripture. What does the Bible actually say, regardless of what stupid people on the street are actually saying? People on the street say, follow your heart. Follow your heart's desire. Do what your heart tells you is right. God just wants you to be happy. If it makes you happy, it must be right. Okay. What does the Bible actually say? And the Bible says in Jeremiah 17, 9... 
the human heart is most deceitful and desperately wicked. Who really knows how bad it is? Huh. So, is that something that you should be following? Is that something that you should be obeying? When blatantly it says, the Bible says, that the human heart is desperately wicked and deceitful. Because we're all born with something called a sin nature. So a sin nature is, and I don't care who you are, Christian or non-Christian, you can't argue with me here. Nobody had to teach you how to sin. Now you may argue what is a sin, but nobody had to teach you how to lie. Nobody had to teach you how to steal. Nobody had to teach you how to overeat. Nobody had to teach you how to hate someone else. Nobody had to teach you how to hit someone. (coughs) Nobody had to (coughs) teach you how to do any of these things. It's because we are born with a selfish desire to gratify ourselves. See, we're born with this already in our heads, this thinking of, if it makes me happy then it must be okay with God, regardless of what it does or affects anyone else around me. It's selfish. And it is something we are born with. And so your heart is deceitful. Most of your normal human natures will lead you astray. You're born with a sin nature. You're born with a desire to please yourself over anyone else around you or, or your God who created you. And so that's, again, where we get this extreme idea of, well, not only do I want to please myself, but I don't want to have the guilt of, of pleasing myself. So I'm going to say that if it makes me happy, then God must be okay with it. Because it's all about me. It's all about what I want to do. It's all about me, 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 making me happy, justifying me, justifying my bad choices. It's all about comforting the person who is so selfish and so sinful that now they're trying to justify themselves and their bad decisions in front of God. Saying that their puny life, your little small um, breath of mist of a life... You're trying to justify to God the bad decisions you've made in this incredibly short amount of time makes God happy. When instead of trying to figure out what makes you happy, instead of trying to figure out ways to justify what you've done to say it makes God happy, you could look in the Bible, see what actually makes God happy. Now, A lot of people are probably going to be like, oh, he's saying that God doesn't want you to be happy. (laughs) There are plenty of verses in the Bible where it talks about God wanting his people to thrive. God wanting his people to succeed. God wanting his people to be happy. But go ahead and look in the Old Testament. Read through um, Exodus. Read through Judges. Read through First, uh, Second Samuel. Read through First, Second Kings. Uh, I know that's a lot of reading, but those are awesome Old Testament books that actually have a lot of really cool um, context to Scripture. Some of my favorite ones. Anyway, we have Israel. We have God's chosen people. <coughs> 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 
really do apologize for all this uh, coughing. I really haven't talked like this much in weeks. But we have God's chosen people that he has raised up from Abraham. And what do they do? They sin. And he sends them into captivity in Egypt. I mean, there's some other reasons too. He sends them into captivity in Egypt. Uh, into slavery. Then he brings them out. Uh, and then the very man he used to bring them out, Moses, sins. Doesn't get to go into the promised land. Um, keeps them wandering the desert for 40 years. And if you keep reading, read through Judges, and the people, and every every story in the book of Judges ends the same way. The judge, the hero that God raised up because his people cried out for help, um, dies, and then the people sinned again huh, and fell away from God, and God would allow them to be taken over by some other foreign power until they called out to Him again in forgiveness, in forgiveness of what they had done and asked him to save them. And then he did. Because God is a loving God. God is a forgiving God. But not if you're going to live in sin and debauchery. Not if you're going to live in this debased mind. Not if you are going to live in a way that is contrary to the book that he gave you to tell you exactly how he wants you to live. Okay. Hold up a second. We're here at the Safeway. I got to run in and grab some produce real quick. Um, I owe one of the boys, teenage boys in my Bible study, a Snickers bar because he did something pretty cool that I asked him to do. <clears throat> and I might, <coughs> excuse me, see what kind of fruit they have lying around that I can eat for lunch today. So we'll go ahead and pause this real quick and we'll pick it back up here um, in a second. We are back. We got our Snickers bar for our teenager and a really nice avocado that I'm going to eat with my lunch today. Uh, very excited about that. Also bought a bag of cough drops, so hopefully that will help out with cough today and we'll just uh, see what happens. So you may ask, we've talked about all these ways that God doesn't want us to be happy. And... <coughs> <clears throat> See, cough drops didn't help, did it? But all these ways that God doesn't want us to be happy, but all these ways that we are trying to justify ourselves in our unhappiness, in our debauchery, in our sin, to say that God is okay with it. So you may say, well, what does God want from us? What would make God happy? If we did. Now there's plenty of verses like verses like God, I have plans for you, the plans for you to be fruitful and to multiply and all that goodness. Um a lot of people take that verse slightly out of context. He's mainly, you know, talking to the Israelites there, but it's at least an example of that God does want his people to be fruitful, to be multiplied, to be successful, to do all these things. God does want you to be happy. But that doesn't mean that your base sin nature in that anything that feels good must be good and ergo must make God happy is correct. It is not. So there's a bunch of different places we could go for as far as 
what can you do to actually make God happy? There's a bunch of places we can go. We're going to go to one of my favorites. Um, let's swing over to this scripture here, and then I'll pull over and read it. I'm actually almost at work, so... <coughs> Okay, so I'm going to read out of James chapter 1. Um, let me get through this roundabout here, and then I'll, I'll have a good place to pull over. hate roundabouts, you know that? I mean, they, they work in the way that uh, they're supposed to keep traffic flowing, but roundabouts only work to keep traffic flowing if there are, <clears throat> in fact, multiple roundabouts. If you have a roundabout surrounded by a bunch of four-way stops or stoplights, doesn't work. Traffic just gets um, backed up at the roundabout the same way it would at a four-way stop. It's just stupid. Uh, if you want roundabouts to work, you have to have the continual flow of traffic. <laughs> All right. Enough said on that particular rant. All right. We'll pull into the post office here to read this Bible verse real quick. Okay, so what is something we can actually do to make God happy? And in doing so, also improve ourselves, which, in this particular case, will make God happy. Okay, so James, book of James, chapter 1, um, verse 2. Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds. For you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness, and let steadfastness have its full effect, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. Let's read it in different translations. Um, the NLT isn't a direct translation, but sometimes it's a little clearer. Most of the time I read ESV, but I'll read NLT for you heathens. <coughs> Dear brothers and sisters, whenever trouble comes your way, let it be an opportunity for joy. And when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So let it grow. For when your endurance is fully developed, you'll be strong in character and ready for anything. Verse 5. If you need wisdom, if you want to know what God wants you to do, then ask him. And he will gladly tell you he will not resent your asking him. But when you ask him, be sure that you really expect him to answer, for a doubtful mind is, in, is as unsettled as a wave of the sea that is driven and tossed by the wind. People like that should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Okay. So much we could talk about right here in these verses. Literally so, 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 so much. Um, but first of all, right off the bat, Count it all joy, my brothers, when trial when you meet trials of various kinds. Okay. So what is one thing God wants you to do that says can make you happy? When you have trials of various kinds, it's supposed to make you happy. Because it's through trials, it's through testing, it's through the pounding of steel, it's through the forging of fire. That person, as the Bible says, endurance increases. 
your steadfastness increases. And let it have its full effect that you might be a complete person. God never intended you to be a slothful person that just sits around and says, Oh, I'm just going to do this because it makes me happy. I'm going to eat another bag of Cheetos because it makes me happy. God must be happy I'm eating Cheetos. Yeah, it makes me happy to look at porn, so God must think it's great too. Cheetos and porn. Yeah. No. God says that to count it a joy when you meet trials of various kinds. That's what you're supposed to count to joy. Because it is through that. It is through that that you become a complete person. That your endurance and your faith get tested and become stronger. It's one of my favorite analogies is that I had this really beautiful sword and it was expensive and it's beautiful. It's gorgeous. One handed cavalry saber, fully engraved gold inlay, gorgeous, but it sits on the wall. It doesn't do anything. You know, people come over and they look at it and they think it's great, <coughs> but it doesn't do anything. And a thought crossed my mind. If I want this sword to do anything, I'd have to heat it up. I'd have to beat it. I'd have to stress that metal. I'd have to fold it. Beat it, heat it, fold it again. Beat it, heat it, fold it again. See what it's made out of. It might not survive the process. It might just break. But if I want it to be useful, I'd have to put it through some stress. I'd have to almost completely obliterate that sword. Break it down to its base nature and build it back up into something useful like a machete or a big field knife. But it's only through that process of heating, reheating, beating over and over and over again that we become useful. And it is through usefulness that makes God happy. Usefulness to him. Obedience to him. And it's through obedience to him and usefulness to him that we can be happy. God just doesn't want us to do whatever we want because it makes us happy because we have a sin nature and a deceitful heart. <clears throat> but he has a whole book, a whole entire book on what he wants you to do to be happy through obedience to him. Because, I mean, he's God. He knows better than you in your Cheeto-ness. So, if you want God to be happy with how you are living your life, with you being happy, if you want God to be happy with you being happy, then you have to follow his commandments. You have to follow his word. You have to follow his book. You can't say for one second, God just wants me to be happy. So I'm going to do whatever feels good at the time. Because most of those things hurt someone else, whether you really know it or not. And deep down, I think you know. <coughs> all right. That's about all I got for us today. So thanks again for tuning in. Um, it is the new year. We've got some new stuff going on. Um testing out a new diet this year i'll let you guys know about it probably on the next podcast probably do another gear review episode here soon and yeah let's go ahead and pray dear jesus heavenly father 
Thank you and praise you for this day. It's a good day. I just thank you that, you know, I have the opportunity to work, Lord. I just praise that I would glorify you in my interactions with my patients and my employees today. And just that um, <coughs> your glory will be shown. Thy will be done, Lord. In your name. Amen. All right, guys. See ya. Hey, thanks again for tuning in and listening to another episode of Thoughts While I Drive to Work. If you guys have any questions you want to ask me, you want answered, or topics you'd like me to cover, or things you'd like me to dig into and then uh, read aloud on the podcast, or you just want to say what's up, go ahead and shoot me an email at thoughtswhileidrivetowork at gmail.com. All one word, no spaces, no caps, thoughtswhileidrivetowork at gmail.com. All one word, no spaces, no caps. You can also find me on Patreon. If you just go to Patreon's website and search for Thoughts While I Drive to Work, it should bring me right up. We have uh, right now only one membership level, but we'll be adding more with exclusive content and deals um, with at Thoughts While I Drive to Work. And if you want to find out what that exclusive content is, well, you have to pay me. Have a good day, guys. <laughs>